0: thought we're talking about boobs (laughs) how are boobs divisive (laughs) they (laughs) spread apart sometimes and welcome to the barely coherent podcast i'm the grizz and your host originally cast as ahsoka tano until you know the part was recast sunny b billy weisinger what's
1: up man uh yeah you know it's definitely because of
0: the uh the strikes going on that i lost
1: my role question mark
0: yeah i, I mean it, it really sucks that they gave it to rosario dawson instead of you i thought you had it in the bag buddy
1: Uh, You know, um, they said something along the lines of, you have no acting experience, you look nothing like the character. Also, how did you get in here? So, uh, you know, I think it just wasn't meant to be. Typical Hollywood politics, man. What can you do? I don't like real politics, so, (laughs) you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, good to be back.
1: Um, well, we have today, episode one of season two. Those were air quotes for our audio listeners (laughs) audio listeners jesus um so we are gonna kick it off today with um you know a, a checkup on how things have been i feel like it's been months since we last did this thing so you know what's been going on with you
0: uh grizz you know um, I am slowly, uh, continuing along in my, uh, semi-professional beer league hockey quest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. still learning to ice skate. And I think in the next couple months I'll be good to buy hockey gear so I can learn how to actually play the sport of hockey. Uh, we can finally commit. Yeah. So, uh, I can skate backwards. I can skate forwards. I can stop. Uh, you know, I can, I can go. Uh, it's good. Yeah. These are know. all good things, man. Yeah. These you are know, all good things. So slowly improving. Uh, and on top of that, I am planning a mini tr- uh, adventure bike trip next month mm. um, up to the mountains of North Kackalaka. Uh, Is that a couple, real place? I don't know what that means. North Carolina. That's, that's oh, one okay. of the ways of saying <laughs> Car- the Carolinas. Kakalakas. Uh, no, I mean. Yeah. It sounds like it would be true. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go. Uh, there's a couple places I want to check out as a mini prep trip to check everything before my big Alaska adventure next year. Uh, and yeah. on top of all of that, uh, unplanned, kind of just happened, but I got a new dog, a puppy. Oh, that was
1: almost sound like a pregnancy yeah. announcement. So.
0: Uh, it might as well be. Uh, it's a single <laughs> dude with a puppy. Uh, his name is Hollywood Hank. He's a curly haired golden retriever who is napping at the front door right now because he's pissed we haven't gone to the park yet today uh and most of the time he is great and awesome
1: that's good everybody loves a puppy until they fucking don't
0: yeah so (laughs) you know i I have meds for that so it's fine
1: i'm very happy for you yeah the meds and the puppy
0: (laughs) what about you how's uh how's the old baby going
1: um things are good uh we what did we. Oh, we had uh, a big weekend of firsts. This is. First is. Um, this past weekend, we went to the movies for the first time.
0: Mm, um, so you were those
1: people. I uh, went to the drive in. So you oh, may rescind well, your comment.
0: I, I will rescind said comment. You
1: know? The only person <laughs> who was bothered was the baby. And that was because we weren't at home.
0: Mm. So. I uh, that also was really fun. a big moon. I can understand the baby.
1: Yeah, we went and saw Blue Beetle and uh, the new Ninja Turtles movie, which honestly I had forgotten was coming out. I only went to go see Blue Beetle, but uh, Mrs. Sunny was super pumped to see the new Ninja Turtles movie, and she enjoyed it. So it's a win, and we get to stay for both both movies at the drive-in. So that's you know
0: when you gotta gotta start the little man's nerd journey on early you know no for sure for sure ninja turtles
1: and blue beetle i mean yeah i uh, I actually really enjoyed blue beetle um we'll have to do we'll have to do a little fireside chat about that sometime um i think you'll like it it's very hispanic yes (laughs) it's super Uh, hispanic i have
0: heard (laughs) others of my people refer to it as our black panther
1: yes uh (laughs) i would say yeah and um george lopez was like I mean, the, the movie was. I enjoyed the movie thoroughly, but George Lopez was the like shining light in that movie. I don't as, I
0: care. As he, he was, I'm sure he was the shining light in that movie, just like he was the shining light on my TV at two in the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and then we also went to the pool for the first time with the little Sunny. Um, that was fun. He was vexed, confused because he was in the water but also confused because he was not being bathed so I don't know I mean <laughs> I think he liked it he didn't cry so I think that's a win
0: yeah it's, you know so well, but yeah it. I mean good time yeah. I have time. seen uh I have seen pictures of the little cub And I believe I told your wife from all the pictures that she's posted so far that uh, I have seen you make every single one of those facial expressions.
1: Yeah, he does that a lot. So I think that proves
0: that genetics
1: play a huge part in your attitude.
0: I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. He is what I would have imagined you to be as a baby, attitude-wise.
1: We actually look uh, very similar. Yeah. Um, I'll have the production team um, put up a side-by-side of us and by the production team I mean I'll, I'll probably just make a side by side and post it on Instagram yeah but it sounds good to say the production team. yeah so yeah.
0: you know I'm speaking it into existence the the editor will put it hereish <laughs> in the video if he uh if he's filling up to it later after some ice cream
1: mm, ice cream yeah um but um yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to be back um, today's episode will be um, about something that is really super important in society right now. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's divisive, but also, it brings people together. Um, it's the one and only video games. Oh. They are literally divisive. <laughs> okay, no,
0: I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Uh. Um, <laughs>
1: going to make a good clip.
0: I'm just letting you know. Um, oh, it's going. That's straight TikTok material. <laughs> um,
1: so today we're going to talk about some some video games. I think we should actually start. Um, I want to start like way, way back. Before we get into what's going on right now, um, I want to know the first video game that you remember playing consistently. And then I want to know what your favorite video game of all time is. And then we'll jump into the bigs that are happening right now. Um, at the time of recording so
0: okay all right go the uh first video game that i can remember playing consistently um there, there's two but i'll nah I'll, i know which one it is so it's back when the n64 was out my summers mm-hmm. would be spent in texas and i'd be sitting there with my brother nick my cousin mm-hmm. nick mm-hmm. uh separate people wait but uh, wait but, they're uh, both named nick nick's
1: Okay, yeah. no, I just wanted to make sure we're uh, on the same page. Today.
0: Yeah. Now, my brother Nick, is my older brother, my name's Christian, right? My cousin uh-huh. Nick's little brother is named Christian. Is there I mean, where's the creativity here? I mean, are it's, we It's just, a Hispanic family. We only got so many names in the pocket.
1: Those aren't uh, even Hispanic names.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh and we would we would sit around, and this was built just to age us. This was back when Blockbuster was around, and we would always mm-hmm. go and get Rampage because Ooh, the four of us could, or the three of us at least could play Rampage together. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and just you know, we we would play that for hours. It was Dang that, you, you. and then I believe it was Streets of Rage, maybe, but Rampage was the one that definitely sticks out as like one of my earliest like video game console memories. Okay. Uh, as far as like you want to talk about like arcade, it was um, Night Stalkers is probably my earliest memory because the local Ooh. pizza parlor had a Night Stalkers uh, cabinet.
1: What in the 1950s?
0: <laughs> okay. So were there also pinball machines
1: and and milkshakes?
0: Yes. That sounds nice, actually. That's a lot of <laughs> a lot of fun memories. Uh oh well, for sure. Yeah. My dad liked it because it was in the walking distance, so he could drink a pitcher of beer and not have to worry about driving us home. Oh well, Greg. Yeah. Love Greg. Yeah. Smart man.
1: Well,
0: well. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's that's my earliest uh video game memories. My favorite uh video game. <sighs> I'm a big like single player, uh, RPG guy, you know, those uh, are in right now. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one is still probably, uh, fallout new Vegas. Uh, I replay it regularly. Uh, it's the only video game tattoo I have is the new California, uh, Republic tattoo, you know, Mm. NCR all the way. Huh. Uh,
1: so you're a fascist love that for you
0: yeah mm. I mean, look at me <laughs> there's actually only one right choice in fallout new vegas and that's nobody
1: yeah uh i would say if you have if you played the game you know you can't yeah you can't fuck with the government and you can't fuck with caesar so
0: <laughs> yeah uh but um yeah it's it's that one, and then a very close second is Halo Two, just from all the uh, all the memories. You know? Yeah, no, I I get that. So. A lot of
1: people would say that for sure. Uh, what about you? Um. So I think the game that I remember playing, like the earliest consistently played game, was probably Sonic Two. On the Sega Genesis. I distinctly recall us having a Sega Genesis. It actually might still be in my parents' garage. Uh, I'm not sure. But we play a lot of that game. And uh, it was fun. And we used to play in the basement. And we had, we had like, um, I recall us having, like, a, um, a Super Nintendo um, that was broken. So I don't think we ever played that. I don't Did even you know try where blowing it came in from.
0: the cartridge. <laughs> the...
1: <laughs> it says on the cartridge specifically do not blow into the cartridge. So naturally, I spit all my fucking child spit <laughs> into that. <laughs> um but yeah, so like we played I remember us playing a lot of Sonic and then um you know our cousins kind of had um game systems. Uh no, they don't because uh we're not Hispanic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's nothing against the Hispanic community, just so we're clear. Um but anyway, uh you know, I played we played a lot of um a lot of uh Battlefront two OG Battlefront two um with uh one of my cousins and that was you know I mean, for anybody who's played the original Battlefront games, they know there's nothing like it, man. Oh, yeah. And EA fucked it up it was super good. <laughs> um, as far as my favorite game, um, I would have to say um, Mass Effect 2 um, is the game that I probably love the most and has. Made me feel feelings the most, for sure.
0: It's a really solid choice.
1: Um, and it's really wild. I just kind of happened into the Mass Effect games. Um, someone gave me like a big stack of games on Xbox 360 they were getting rid of, and Mass Effect was in there, and I just played the first Mass Effect. And what's wild is if you play the first Mass Effect, it is clunky and kind of difficult but it's such a good game that as soon as Mass Effect 2 came out I was like I got to get it and I mean I was just blown away so
0: I have countless
1: hours into that for the
0: sure the first Mass Effect is one of those games that not necessarily the mechanics were bad but where the story really helps like get you through some of mm-hmm. the some of the mechanics of that game it was just yeah, really down sure. writing um, um so my question for you for gaming before we move on into the meat of it and one side about the mexican naming thing i have cousins <laughs> whose names i don't actually know because they're only referred to by their nicknames and i, I know <laughs> other people can relate to this like i have a cousin fito and a cousin chuggy and i have no idea what the real names are <laughs> but chuggy is such I, a cool name <laughs> i've never heard them spoken out loud <laughs> my entire life I bet they don't know what their names are either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh going back to uh Um, what is a video game series that does not exist uh, that you wish they would, like, remaster or bring back? Um, Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, if
1: you think about it, we've seen so many video games come and go. I mean, it sounds like we're, like, super old, but we were fairly close to the beginning of video games coming out and to now be in, like what is maybe the pinnacle of console video gaming um that's that's a hard question um i kind of wish bethesda would get their head out of their ass and like legitimately remaster um fallout 3 and fallout new vegas Mm -hmm. or skyrim i mean you keep releasing skyrim why not just actually fucking remaster it todd howard i'm fucking talking to you you piece of shit well
0: we will be bringing him up later (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes we will <laughs> that's called <laughs> foreshadowing yeah. <laughs> um yeah man that's mm, oh you know what you know what there's a game that we used to play um it's a multiplayer like shooter it's called time splitters oh we had yeah. it on playstation 2 and we used to play it so much and if i'm being honest i don't even know how good the game was but I just loved it so much and it was so much fun playing with friends if they could like give me a time splitters 3 or like you know remake that or what i don't know whatever people do to make money i don't know uh, that would be pretty dope It'd Be nice what about you you got you have a, a series in mind
0: uh yeah so a video game that i used to play a lot on the original xbox um <laughs> I'd have to, like, same thing. I can't remember how good it was, but I thought that its concept was really dope. Uh, and it's Crimson Skies. So, if you don't know oh, what Crimson Skies was, yeah, it was, it was basically Twisted yeah. Metal, but in airplanes. But, like, yeah. the story mode was actually, like, really good. It had like a really good store and it was a lot of fun Interesting. and it did what a storm mode should do in that game type of game where it got you like familiar with all the different planes because you had to fly them mm-hmm. all at some point and then it's it's multiplayer you know land connecting you know um uh, you know against three of your buddies was actually a lot of fun uh and i think in the age of these like online shooters and stuff like that like do I think it would be another big hit? No, but I think it would be either nostalgic fun to bring it back or just retool it, you know, give us more customization. You know, if Rocket mm. League can be a thing, then why can't, you know, a customizable. <laughs> I'm not hitting on Rocket but I'm just saying if that can be a big thing, then why can't we do like a, a Crimson Skies in the same vein? I think it'd be a lot of fun.
1: I don't understand Rocket League. And maybe that's just my age, or I don't know. I, I just don't get it.
0: Yeah. It does not uh,
1: seem fun to me.
0: And then I just, sidebar. it's fine. And they don't need to remaster this other game, but Nintendo I need you to look, I know just mentioning your name is, is getting your lawyers a little, all itchy, but I just need you to listen to me.
1: You're going to get us fucking shut down, man.
0: Yeah. Stop fucking blue balling and edging me and just give me the golden sun series on switch. Okay. Keep talking about it. Keeps being rumored. Just give me the Golden Sun games on Switch so I could go back to sitting there on my Game Boy Advance and playing one of the best RPGs on the Game Boy Advance. Please.
1: Um, I have no idea what that is, but I, too, want them to just give it to
0: us. I don't yeah. know. It's The Grizz it, wants it. We need it. Yes. It was one of the best like uh, Final Fantasy style RPGs uh, to be released on Game Boy Advance and okay. it, it was a fun great story uh and they just they just won't give it to me they keep having to emulate it and i don't want to emulate it i'm happy to pay for it again <laughs> <laughs> i can just that's fair man we'll sit back on my couch with it on my tv and play it
1: oh man the that's... list of games that are just not around anymore is is extensive
0: yeah you know? some like, of them deserve there's so them.
1: many good games Yes, some of them don't.
0: (laughs) I I think it just gets frustrating when, especially in the day of, like, uh, online digital storefronts, Mm -hmm. that, like Nintendo, a lot of these publishers have the ability to put some of these old games out there just for us to play, and they just don't, especially when they own the rights to it, uh, and they just don't. That can get frustrating, Um, you know, but it is... uh, what it is, I guess.
1: I just want to know well, that
0: feeling of going back to playing the original Pokemon again. It's like, it's like heroin. Oh you get that first tie and you're just like trying it's to go back never, every single never time. Never again, dude. Yeah. Never
1: again. Um. Yep. Yeah. Pokemon, like Red and Green, or Red and Blue. Yeah. Red and Blue, and then subsequently Pokemon Yellow, which was I the mean, best one.
0: You well, yeah, because it's like because the, the cartoon had yeah and the cartoon had been out and you finally get to have pikachu fall under the fat pikachu too before he was oh, body dude. shamed
1: oh, being shirt. skinny
0: is yeah, smaller now yeah, yeah, yeah he used to be a really fat rat yeah <laughs> so fucking... i don't know there it was just more i just like that pikachu more man the fucking yeah, thick, Th- yeah. thick thick
1: thick <laughs> uh, effect, you know we, what
0: i mean oh stop please <laughs> <laughs> that we've rule 42'd our podcast
1: uh, oh no
0: <laughs> don't google rule 42 uh, if uh, you don't know unless um, you're really into Pokemon
1: or a lot of things honestly
0: <laughs> um, alright let's move on uh, to what we're really here to talk about
1: well I was going to say speaking of Nintendo's uh, punk ass um, so a big game that came out this year was tears of the kingdom Mm -hmm. um i'll be honest i did not play it because i did not play breath of the wild uh
0: um that is um, understandable the (laughs) real reason i played breath of the wild is because we were deployed yeah uh, and i had nothing else to do not that breath of the wild isn't worth uh playing but you know um if you're not a big like nintendo switch person or a big zelda fan um i can understand why you wouldn't pick it up uh that's
1: really what i boil down to
0: yeah i have a switch somewhere uh i don't know where games like what that I, I save for when i'm like traveling around vacation or stuff like that um mm. but uh i will say for tears of the kingdom you know there's a lot of stuff about it on on tiktok with all the building mechanics and stuff It Mm -hmm. would have been, and this is, I think, where Nintendo can excel a lot of the time, being in such control of its properties. It would have been really easy for Nintendo to just phone it in and give us a Breath of the Wild 2. Exact same game, exact same map, you know, some differences and just a new story and said, here you go, right? Um, And a lot of people, including myself, were a little confused why it was taking so long for another one to come out. And they actually did a really good job of introducing this whole new mechanics and whole new way to like do your dungeons and stuff like that with this building mechanic, um, and introducing you to it. Uh, and you know, the new elevated map where there's like dungeons and stuff in the sky. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, I don't think it's going to be extremely unique. It is. Uh, and I'll give it to that. They could have just given us a, uh, literally a breath of the wild too and they didn't do that they actually put effort into continuing the story and doing something new for the franchise mm-hmm. um so and we've seen them do that with stuff like wind waker and stuff too um with drawers yep. mask uh so yeah. um do i think it's gonna be game of the year no because i'm pretty sure we'll talk about the game in a little bit that beat it out but
1: um yeah let's rewind a little bit because i'm not sure if we talked about this in previous podcasts but um hogwarts legacy
0: oh yeah um, we should talk we did uh talk about it we didn't get super heavy into it though
1: yeah um i mean if we're gonna talk video games that came out this year um well that came out last year
0: no it came out this year did it Mm -hmm.
1: okay all right so um i think on the surface it was um a really good game Um, regardless of what you think about, um, the, uh, the drama behind J.K. Rowling and the, the, what I'll call the extended Harry Potter, uh, universe, which is, consists of J.K. Rowling making up facts and then tweeting them and then saying, um, dumbledore was gay things. so you know <laughs> cool beans whatever uh, that. all that aside uh, at the end of the day it's a video game it's a video game that millions of people played um, I think that there was a lot of repetitiveness to it but the nostalgia of being able to use a wand and cast spells and see creatures that we'd only read about in books uh definitely carried it for a while do i think it's gonna be game of the year no absolutely not uh
0: but it was a fun game so i agree uh it was repetitive which is something i think we talked about in a past episode um i think when you look at a game like hogwarts legacy though um a lot of us uh our age and younger have really fond memories of harry potter right i remember reading the first harry potter book and falling in love with it i remember when i went to see the first movie in theaters and how much i loved it
1: um midnight 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 showing midnight
0: showing we're all dressed up you know yeah uh but um although there's criticism for how empty the world outside of hogwarts could feel at times The amount of attention to detail that went into Hogwarts Castle and its surrounding grounds was impressive. Yeah. It's more detail than you find in a lot of games in that small of an area. Uh, You know, the combat was fun. The combat Uh, was fun. Which I think, which I know was like a big concern for a lot of people. Uh, And something uh, that I want to get into a little bit more deeper though was like, it is a game that got criticized for its mechanics before people actually got their hands on it and people were writing it off. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's why the fact that it was a good game took a lot of people by surprise and became kind of a big deal. As a lot of people had written this game off some because of the, uh, the JK Rowling controversies, which if you didn't right. play the game for those reasons, I'd, I completely understand, uh, you know, if, if that's yeah. your choice, but not playing a game is isn't really going to do anything for any community uh yeah. and then you know just people getting on the hate train early on which i want to we'll talk about a little bit more later on but yeah. uh it was it was a fun game but that's probably its downsides is repetitiveness uh and the only reason that i'm gonna boot it up ever again is when they find the release that, fucking quidditch bro yeah that and uh that one secret not secret, but exclusive uh, mission for PlayStation is supposed to come out February of 24 for like everybody else. Uh, and wow. the the completionist in me is not going to be able to rest until I, I do that once it comes out. But that's really the only reason I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, But yeah, that was, sure. that was a fun little romp through the early Harry Potter universe. I thought I had a good story too. I mean,
1: agreed, you know, um, so, yeah, we just kind of covered that a little bit. Uh, moving forward into the rest of the year, um, we just had a major release and followed by the early access or the the pre-release for another major game. And those two games are Baldur's Gate and Starfield. Um, lots of controversy around both. Yep. Um, so let's let's hop into that.
0: Yeah, I think okay. those two games too show a good uh, kind of duality of where like the video game industry is at right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's
0: start with Baldur's Gate three because that game's been out. Uh, we both played the early access and what came out after the early access. You've played it yep. far more than I have. Uh, yeah,
1: almost a uh, hundred hours worth. But yeah. it's neither here nor
0: there. No, all well, I've been a uh, you know. <laughs> taking a month off from school so i'll be able to get some some quality game time in but okay uh baldur's gate 3 came out uh a game that i forgot was coming out until Mm -hmm. uh, you got the early access and reminded me well it's announced
1: in 2019 you know that it was going to come out so um (laughs) i think i see hank slinking around in the background yeah
0: yeah that was that was hank he's i'm not sure what he's doing but chewing on my carpet never, or
1: something never a good sign when the puppy is quiet
0: no well he was he was taking a nap but yeah
1: um so yeah i we both played quite a bit of
0: um <laughs> he wants outside hold on a second i gotta okay. i gotta let those those were the bells of open yes All right, so, continue.
1: Um, So, yeah, Baldur's Gate was announced in 2019. Um, Early Access started in 2020, I believe. And um, the developers, Larian Studios, has been working tirelessly on it uh, essentially since then. And what we got when it dropped officially um was a really really polished and fun game especially for the first two-thirds of the game which um obviously had the most like dealings so in early access you were only able to access um parts of act one um a large part of act 1 but still less than the full act 1 i guess um and so Larian Studios got a lot of feedback from that and so when the game dropped officially it was i mean act 1 was literal gold man i mean act 1 of this game was probably better than most triple A game drops um in the past like 5 10 years yeah
0: and we we know how fickle gamers can be How quick to uh judge gamers can be right yes so the fact that since this game has officially dropped you have not heard anything negative really about the game um yeah um Um, there's been some but it's mostly praise it's mostly people impressed with mm -hmm. how polished this game is nothing's going to be perfect you could find flaws in anything but this game yeah came especially for the size of the studio that released it is about as polished as you can get for a video game of this size too because it's not a short game
1: no it's not um i like i said have 100 hours in and i am just now at the end of act two in my first playthrough and um i have a lot of time in there a lot of slop time where the game has been left sitting um, because of things that I had to go do, or, um, I didn't want to close it, uh, and forget where I was or for, forget what I was doing. So I would say probably like maybe 15 to 20 of those hours are, are like the game just kind of sitting and not really anything going on. But as far as like actual game time, I would say probably well over 80 hours, mm-hmm. um, so, um, yeah, I mean, the the I've heard a lot of praise about it. Obviously, um, there are things that some people don't like. Um, I saw a tweet that said, um, um, you know, Baldur's Gate asked me uh, what I identify as, and that made me turn the game off. Um, so, obviously, there's certain demographic of people
0: who are not thrilled about uh, stuff and that's fine you know like i mean whatever, if man. you want to be a soft little snowflake then sure it's very the convenient game, the, the game is asking what you want to be called so that you have that immer- so this was something i was going to bring up for the starfield uh, discussion because people are complaining about the same thing with starfield and
1: mm-hmm. the counter
0: argument to that which is a very solid counter argument is it leads to more immersion Right, do you yeah. want to go back to Skyrim where you're only being referred to as they them? Because that's literally how Skyrim refers to you, you as were the not the player character
1: so. or
0: if you are a dude who's trying to play the game as a dude and you want to be called he him, right? It's just asking you. It's not it's you are making it's it'd be yeah. the same thing if we were sitting there playing a game of D and you were mm-hmm. one of those dudes that showed up in your like, hey, I'm playing a female character cool, you want me to refer to you as she, her then? Because that's what your character is. That's all the yeah. game is asking you. But Super everything's got to, like I said, people got to hate. I know I'm a hater, but, you know, fuck, man. <laughs> that
1: TikTok you sent me. There's nothing more <laughs> satisfying than being a hater. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: you know, um, but.
1: Yeah. So some of the criticism legitimate criticism i've seen is that um people are finding more bugs uh towards the um the latter end of the game um and a big part of that is just that i think it's it's twofold right um with any game um you're gonna see bugs at some point um i think the reason we're seeing that is because comparatively to the the beginning of the game there's almost no bugs i mean i mean almost nothing in terms of bugs and this is a massive fucking game with a lot of moving parts and variations and things like that um it's it's a little wild um how how little there is going on in terms of bugs in this game i mean we look at something like um like like cyberpunk Right? When Cyberpunk dropped, the bugs were fucking... I mean, we're talking game-breaking bugs.
0: Yeah, the game was damn near unplayable. Right. Compared
1: to this, where you have almost no bugs in the first in the um, first act, almost no bugs in the second act, um, at least very few in the second act, yeah, if you have a handful of reoccurring and kind of annoying bugs in your third act, then yeah, it's going to be way more noticeable, right? Um, and I think a reason for that is the natural progression of a game, but also, you know, people didn't really get their hands on that, on that third act until the game came out. So, you know, it's, um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's fine. I think, um, that's the biggest complaint that I've heard people have about the game. And I mean, the game is streaming. It's really easy and fun to stream even if you want to just get into streaming i mean this is the perfect game for that um plus if you like dnd you've always wanted to get into dnd or you know you don't you don't have a dm to to do games for you or whatever this is a perfect game for that so i mean i love the game personally
0: um the game is a gateway drug into dnd so be careful too late I'm already on that drug baby (laughs) (laughs) uh so the thing about the other thing about Baldur's Gate is it's not a good sign for the video game industry as a whole when the AAA studios have to come together and come out and say hey uh Baldur's Gate 3 uh, cannot be the gamers new expectations for games that are coming out they were like
1: don't get your fucking hopes yeah. up this is nothing like anything we're ever going to release for you yeah <laughs> uh
0: you see this you see how how nice this is uh <laughs> yeah don't we we don't do that and it's, it'll never is, be that which is wild to me because could yeah. you imagine could you imagine like sony coming out with the movie that was so good and then disney immediately come behind him and like hey we're never going to make a a movie that that's, that is that good. So, uh, you (laughs) know, lower your expectations for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, like, could you imagine that happening in any other segment of the entertainment industry? They told them themselves. Yeah. Could you imagine, uh, Stephen King coming out and telling you, Hey, uh, you know, I know, um, you know, uh, what's the dude who wrote, um, you know, uh fucking whatever jk rowling right i know she wrote this amazing book i'm never gonna write anything that good so don't expect that from any other writer not saying that's a realistic thing to happen but i'm just saying like could you imagine could you imagine anywhere any other segment of the entertainment industry no coming out and saying that
1: that? like you should be happy with the mediocrity that we're gonna provide to you yeah um and it's it's not gonna change and it's I, i mean it's fear
0: you know okay yeah uh but if larian studios drops another game the game (laughs) industry's done for me bro but that's you know but uh i what it goes other thing that i think it shows that hasn't been talked about is larian studios like this is they don't make it's a small studio it's a small studio. they don't make a lot of games all their effort went into Baldur's gate and when you look at how a lot of video games are being made today right Mm -hmm it's it's these big you know we're seeing it happen in the movie industry too it's it's literally like a handful of companies that own all these other smaller gaming studios mm-hmm. um because they're just trying to churn out as much as possible as much as possible as much as possible you know we're Quality gonna call of it, it a, call of a brand duty. new call of duty every year okay um, you
1: will not talk shit about my favorite shooter ever Yes, I will.
0: Anyway, it just, (laughs) but my point is, right, like they were doing with Assassin's Creed and the quality was just getting worse and worse for a while. Um, you know, it, and now you have this small studio, um, you know, that's making one game and it's great. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you, uh, great, it was a much, much simpler game, but there's another game that got a lot of praise for how much like love and detail it got, and that was Stray. Um, Mm and that was also made by a really small studio uh that put a lot of like love and detail into it um yeah and so i you know it's i I think that's what we're going to be left with is some small studios putting out these really well polished games but we're only going to get those you know every five six years because that's how long it takes them yeah yeah um so the other big triple well not the other big but the big AAA release that's happening this month uh it's going to happen on the 5th it's been out in early access is uh starfield uh mm-hmm. bringing us back around to old todd howard so fucking todd mm-hmm. howard yeah fuck you i hope so, this gets to him.
1: It. it probably yeah.
0: won't He doesn't know yeah um i'm sure whenever we set up a patreon he'll be one of our first subscribers <laughs> anyway uh so uh starfield right it made by uh bethesda so for those who don't know they made skyrim for every console in existence multiple times over i think they Um, would have
1: made it for sega genesis if they could
0: have yeah i'm sure there is some nerd at bethesda working on it right now with the 20 cartridges it's going to take if not more uh (laughs) (laughs) switch cartridges (laughs) uh but, uh, and then you know i'm I mean, fuck man, I'm surprised that it hasn't come out on a Tesla yet, although I say that and somebody's probably already done it anyway, yeah. uh, and then yeah, cool. you know they've also, yeah, sure, they also made fallout, um uh, you know, so this is supposed to be their big yeah, they foray. made fallout seventy
1: six too, just so we're clear.
0: that's what I was gonna get to here in a second, yeah, so uh you know so this is supposed to be Bethesda, that bethesda you know formula that we all know and mostly love uh you know but in space right Um, (laughs) i can be a space pirate (laughs) yeah so uh i don't know how much you've been following starfield and its progress
1: um so uh i get all my news from tiktok
0: um we all do (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, i'll be honest i was super skeptical um from jump street um the announcement of the game at first i was like oh that's gonna be amazing but then i started thinking and i was like yeah fallout 4 was, fallout 4 was just okay um as far as games go i mean it looked it looked it looked better then fallout new vegas i'll say that yeah um as but long as far- another colony didn't need your help oh my god dude. settlement settlements yeah. sir a settlement needs your help they will burn <laughs> <laughs> um as far as gameplay there was nothing like fucking revolutionary at all i mean and how long had it been since fallout new vegas it'd been like 10 years right something like that it, it'd um
0: been, yeah and they haven't nothing different so and that's that's why i say the the formula we like because when you look at between all of the uh you know the elder scrolls game the mechanics Mm -hmm. really haven't changed at all Mm -hmm. uh ever since fallout 3 the fallout mechanics haven't really changed at all
1: and and just for those who don't know fallout 2 was a uh was a top down
0: yeah it was a top down um, like survival game
1: see uh it was um yeah survival rpg um and so fallout 3 was a major departure uh from that and i honestly don't even did bethesda also do i don't think they did the first no, that those i League.
0: can't remember what game studio made those but bethesda when they got the bethesda got the file properties when they made fallout 3
1: yeah. um the
0: whole saga behind 76 is they had been trying to make a fallout mmorpg for decades um, and they failed yeah because it was terrible when it
1: came out now i've heard good things about it now but um i don't like they had to yeah i don't
0: it's not my thing but they had to go back and and fix a lot of stuff yeah uh so um i'm kind of on the fence with the whole starfield Mm -hmm. stuff so did todd howard come out and kind of overpromise and oversell the game yeah he did right you can there's nine thousand planets or whatever it is you know and you can explore all of them uh that aren't gas giants uh you know and uh someone was really mad that they couldn't land on a gas giant somebody doesn't understand science and that same person was like well they could have put a floating city they didn't promise you that so i don't know why you're upset that that doesn't exist Uh shut up,
1: bitch. <laughs>
0: yeah. So but that's what I mean, right? Is is there is some legitimate criticisms of overselling. Uh, but then some of the criticisms are just are just dumb, right? So mm. some people are upset that you can't walk around the whole planet. And the way that they describe the game to you, it did sound like you were gonna be able to do that. However, yeah, I distinctly recall that. Yeah, walking from one point to another on one planet takes forty five minutes. Um Ooh and that, that and that is longer than to, it took to walk the entire map of fallout 4 so the maps are already bigger i haven't played the game yeah. all the things that we are seeing are most of it is from that leak that happened yeah. uh yeah and then you know there's some other uh um you know early access stuff that we're seeing um but playing devil's advocate and to give bethesda the benefit of the doubt i can understand not wanting to make that entire planet playable if you can't fill that entire planet with content sure i mean
1: people don't understand like filling a planet with content is like i mean you're talking about something that is um that would be the undertaking for that is insane i mean you're talking about you're talking about building all everything that you can see and touch on the planet um interact i mean interaction coding for interaction um I, and then on top of that god forbid you make a planet that looks nice but there's nothing in it oh they would they would be do that, that, that's what
0: happens yeah that's what happened to the original no man's sky before they like yeah. came out with a bunch of patches and stuff over the years mm-hmm. so i'm not saying that this is going to be a good game because I don't know. I haven't played it, right? Yeah. But it's very obvious that once the online community decided we didn't like this game, yeah. that we were just decided that we didn't like this game and we were going to hate on it without, right? Because, so like we were talking about with Baldur's Gate 3, just from the little bit, that first mission that you play in Baldur's Gate 3 from the early access to mm-hmm. what it is when the so actual different. game came out, it's so different. And the amount of content it. that they added as far as characters and subclasses and all that stuff changed yeah. a lot. They added so much more be- just between that short period from the end of the early acts to when the game came out. Um, do I think there's going to be that big of a jump for Starfield? But that? No. no, but to like some of the complaints that you're seeing is some of those where it's like, well, I could see that not like them throwing explosives into the water and the water not reacting when it explodes, right? Mm-hmm i can kind of see that like not being a thing in the early access but maybe it is when the actual game comes out my whole point being let's wait till the official drop and see what it's actually like instead of deciding that we hate this game i think that's my big problem with it and because a lot of the legitimate criticism for some reason is always paired along with that and then i have to tell them what my pronouns are you know and it's so it's just like i
1: don't know i mean like i already decided that i'm probably not gonna get the game until later um i mean i i have five characters on Baldur's gate already um the replayability of that game is i think astronomical um in my mind so i don't really have a need to play starfield i will at some point but i don't think that it will be anytime soon so
0: well you gotta think right so like starfield kind of has to be amazing right because we got baldur's gate 3 last month at the end of this month is when we're supposed to get the only dlc for cyberpunk
1: oh my god i can't wait
0: um (laughs) which cd project red has come and pretty much fixed and it's a really fun game now and a lot of people because of the anime, which was a great piece of marketing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Came back and played to So a lot of people, and a lot of the buzz that you're hearing, unfortunately for Bethesda, is this game isn't as polished as we want it to be. Uh, And you're starting to see where the, well, it's a Bethesda game is kind of no longer like an adequate excuse anymore uh, for a lot of gamers. Not when we have the amount of content available to us. So
1: funny enough, um, so the PlayStation version of Baldur's Gate drops tomorrow? Two days from now? Two days from now. On the 6th. Um, which was the original date for the, the whole game to drop. So, that, so it's going to be PC and PS5. We're going to drop together. Whole other controversy with Xbox. Um, and that's fine. It's a different conversation. And honestly, I think the argument is there to wait to drop it. Um, and that's a different conversation, like I said. But um, a lot of people... Uh, the buzz on the web was that uh, Baldur's Gate moved back a month. Their release, or um, slid it to the left. Uh, what's the, I don't know, the, they basically, re- they planned it for to release it uh, a month early. And the conversation was that they didn't want to compete with Starfield. And honestly, I think they did Starfield a favor. Because if Baldur's Gate and Starfield had dropped at the same time, I don't see a lot of people playing Baldur's Gate. Now, you're Xbox guys, definitely, right? Um Baldur's Gate isn't dropping on Xbox. Starfield is Xbox uh exclusive, right? My tripping? Yeah, it's Xbox and PC. So, um yeah, I mean there's a there's a demographic there of individuals who are left out of one game and very obviously have access to the other. So, yeah, but like for me with a PC, if I if I if it's a question of am I buying Starfield or am I buying Baldur's Gate three, um, that's a no fucking brainer, man. And if you're a gamer, uh, regardless of how you feel about turn based, um, gameplay, I think Baldur's Gate is a game that you should definitely check out. I think it's the first game that I've bought, um, in recent history <laughs> that I felt the price tag was worth what I paid for.
0: I'd I'd agree with that. And yeah, I think Starfield kind of needs to, it needs to do better than what Bethesda has done in the past Mm -hmm. um, for people to give it a chance. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as bad as cyberpunk was when it released. No, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to, no, I think it's going to be your typical Bethesda release. I just question if in today's day and age, when the big conversation is, why do we keep getting these unfinished games? If it's going to be enough, i i think it's fine if it undersells and what it promised a little bit right if it's a fun mm-hmm. game people right. will get over that but if it's your typical bethesda release i don't know after baldur's gate releasing how well it's gonna do uh yeah, and then with phantom pain or whatever the cyberpunk exp- dlc phantom- is phantom liberty phantom with liberty idris elba yeah uh you know i'm very positive See, to project red learn their lesson and this isn't going to be a buggy mess when it comes out oh no buddy i think we'll see again we're talking about another very relatively small studio
1: yeah well um, and this
0: is the only dlc they're releasing and i think it's so that they can make sure it's solid
1: yeah i mean i'm pumped i'm gonna stop playing Baldur's gate to play yeah phantom liberty
0: um so really i gotta go let hank in really yeah
1: quick. yeah
0: But yeah, this was supposed to be the big uh, Bethesda release, you know, because they haven't released a new, they haven't released a new IP in decades. Um, Yeah, and we thought we were getting
1: like, like the the big fucking, um, you know, like, what we've been waiting for. Elder Scrolls 6, Todd Howard, talking to you.
0: Uh, You know, and... There's some interesting stuff about the game. We've shared some of the, uh, the shield building stuff. And if, and when I do get the game, you're damn right. I'm building the bebop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've also seen some people build the firefly. So it, there is promise in it. I, I feel like if it doesn't suck as a game and it just undersold what it's going to deliver, it might be one of those slow burns that like a year from now, everybody's like, Hey, Starfield's actually a lot of fun and we're all playing it. Um, I don't think it's going to be the big hot seller this month. So um,
1: from what I've seen of the game, it reminds me of Outer Worlds. Um, except Outer Worlds was better.
0: That's what I was. Outer Worlds was a really fun game. Uh, yeah. And if another studio is going to do the fallout in space better than Bethesda, that's I think that's kind of a bad sign. <laughs> It's just, um,
1: it's just frustrating because, um, okay, one of the biggest letdowns of all time for me in terms of video gaming was, um, was Battlefront being taken over, the IP for Battlefront being taken over, uh, by EA. Um, and not just being taken over by EA, but what EA released once they took it over, um, was essentially a reskin of the bare bones Battlefield Four. Um,
0: <laughs> he he's not going back outside. Can... Yeah, but he's gonna keep ringing them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and so that game was taken over by a AAA studio, uh, Battlefront Battlefronts. The the So there were two Battlefront games that came out uh, mm-hmm. from the... We call them the OG Battlefronts. The third one was in production, um, I believe, with LucasArts. Uh, in production, I mean, there was, like, a preview. There was leaks. There was, like, you know, the whole shebang. And we were pumped. There was so much stuff coming. They were building on the blocks that they already had. And then EA took over, and they gave us the, the shittiest fucking... Low effort, piece of shit video game. I think I have ever played, and I was so mad when I spent money on that.
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just gonna be there.
1: I know it's fine. Um, it was so mad that I spent money on that because um, they gave us basic skins, they gave us basic weapons, they gave us basic, fucking, um, you know, like maps. It was just so fucking bad. Dude. Yeah, and had well, the audacity to to charge us sixty dollars for the game.
0: And then they didn't understand why we were upset. And it was like, hey man, in the original, the OG Battlefront two, I was hopping in ships and like yeah, conducting man. like <laughs> air raids and stuff. And and here oh, you're telling me that I'm lucky that I can at some point in the match, hopefully unlock Luke Skywalker.
1: Well, in the first Battlefront, I don't think you could unlock
0: heroes. No, you couldn't. I don't think, it wasn't but still, the new yeah.
1: Battlefront 2, which is the same for the original, so the original Battlefront, there were no heroes, you were only playing soldiers, which was fun, yeah. you know, um, and then they added, you could be, they had, like, a plethora of Jedi, they had, like, everyone, and you were like, oh, this is, this is kind of cool, too,
0: yeah, I, really I it. just, I just loved being the roly-poly droid, rolling around, yeah, droidicas
1: dude, um, they are fucking wild, bro, yeah, um,
0: But I, I agree, Uh, and that was like it. I just want. I love sci-fi. Sci-fi is my favorite genre, (laughs) and I just I want a sci-fi game that I can be really excited about. Outer Worlds was a fun like. It was. It was a little um, romp through the fucking stars, dude. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, And you could just pare down. I know he's going fucking (laughs) ham right now.
1: i love it it brings a a person personality to our our podcast yeah
0: he's yeah he's just thanks for your contribution hank yeah he's 17 weeks old man if if it squeaks he's he's fucking he's He's like man this thing squeaks i'm gonna
1: bite the fuck out of
0: this thing yeah my dumb ass went to walmart and bought everything that squeaks for him oh
1: no dude you get don't get anything with with fuzz in it this is a sidebar this is for everyone if you have a dog that tears things up Do not get shit with fuzz in it, because he will be cleaning up fuzz. And it'll be, like, random. It'll be random as fuck, you know? Like, yeah. chilling on the couch, next thing you know, it looks like a fucking pillow exploded.
0: Yeah, I did get him, it's like a cactus, I call him Senor Poke, that, like, apparently if he tears it up, there's, like, another secret toy toy inside. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, if he doesn't tear it up, I will, just to see what's in there at some point. That's fair.
1: I'm sure he'll tear it up
0: yeah uh anyway back to what and, we were saying yeah so back to uh vision games so you know i just starfield it just it sucks that's a, a bethesda game and it feels like it's not going to quite be well i hope it's better i hope it's better than we're all expecting i really do um i just don't think i'm i don't think it's gonna be a bad game i just don't think it's gonna
1: yeah um, i think it's
0: just gonna get lost in the sea of what's came out and what is coming out i think
1: uh, but it. Did what they often do, and what other AAA studios do is they um, they get people hyped for a game, and then they release it, and we inevitably find out that um, their their um, their game creators were underpaid, overworked, um, unrealistic deadlines were set, and um, it just illustrates the fact that you can't release a, a good game in a year. You need to take the time and the effort. Really, it seems like no matter how many people are working on something, it, it, t- it takes time. And I think that gamers have said in the past that they're okay with game studios taking their time. They're okay with game studios waiting a couple years for games to come out. We don't need a new Assassin's Creed every year. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was, um, cool and interesting and um what was the one before that origins was uh, a departure from the norm and we were like oh this is this is kind of neat um i don't really feel like an assassin anymore but um we're going with origin stories okay that makes sense um and then odyssey came out and it's like this game is dope but this is not an assassin game yeah um and and then then they came out with
0: well they came out with valhalla and i remember i got valhalla i didn't play it about i played played like, like I played about yeah. twenty minutes of it, saw the map size, and went nah. Yeah, man. Because I don't need an open
1: world game to be an assassin. Yeah,
0: the the peak of Assassin's Creed was when I was well. We all know,
1: we, we all know sig- the peak of Assassin's sig- Creed was sig-
0: shanties, but you know, it's, you know, and just just being a pirate. Which the only thing that might save Starfield is apparently you can be a space pirate, and that better be dope, or the game is going to be ruined to terrible. Um. I better be able to board some goddamn
1: ships. So, okay, one, I'm going to address a couple points there. One, um, I love Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I don't think it was the peak in terms of being an assassin. I think it was the peak of Assassin's Creed games. Uh, In terms of uh, peak Assassin, um, I would say, like, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was, like... That's
0: that's what I was going to say, yeah.
1: Pretty up there. Um, Second i have seen videos of people boarding ships um as a pirate in starfield so there is hope there so for all of you out there who are wondering is it worth it for me space piracy is 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 maybe a selling point for me in terms of buying this game right now no but eventually yes so what have we covered? Assassin's sanskrit peaked with brotherhood And space piracy is a thing, and I think that we all want to be pirates of some sort. Um,
0: (laughs) So just just like Monkey D. Luffy, go watch a live-action One Piece.
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, um, obviously, again, departure from video games, but I'm going to watch a bunch of live-action anime shows, and we're going to fucking talk about that shit, because
0: I'm I'm fine. I'm willing to watch some drudge with you. Uh, uh, there's some good content there because
1: I mean, Cowboy Bebop is your favorite anime of all time. And I heard about the live action. Yeah. The face I watched I hated
0: is, it. It's a gross face. We'll talk gross about face. why though. Cause I have legitimate reasons other than, you know, sure. Uh, we are I'm not a, a
1: podcast kid. of people who are, are fake outraged
0: Our yeah. outrage is real. My outrage the with ones. the Cowboy Bebop live action, which we'll we'll touch on. I won't touch on it too much, but it, it has more to do with the potential that was there and that you could see in every episode and that they just whiffed. It's mm. uh, something where the yeah. one-piece live action, um, for the most part, hit as, as good as you could while trying mm. to keep the same campiness of that anime, but also making it palatable in a live-action format. I think they did really well. Um, cool. so, i mean I'm
1: looking forward to once i finish my you know my spy shows um, yeah I mean we all have things we got to get yeah. through
0: yeah so i know Matt,
1: but you... you got movies to watch yeah. um we we got we got stuff on the way season two i think sorry season two air quotes air quotes uh uh is is definitely uh a, a pop culture centric season video yes. games is good because you know we get production to talk values up stuff. Yeah. Uh, yes, our production team um, has 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 invested, and I think things are going to get better. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we unfortunately lost Snowy in a uh, 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 a snow related accident uh, for obvious reasons. Um, so I mean, he might be back at some point. It, it turns uh, out oh.
0: that uh, polar bears are not great at snowmobiling. Uh, yeah, he signed the
1: waiver though, so. Ooh, you know, I mean,
0: that throttle is very touchy. <laughs> yeah, when you when he got them big old mitts, you know, not a lot of.
1: <laughs> I mean, the largest land carnivore of all time—not all time, but largest land carnivore alive right now. You know, I mean, I think it's a feat unto itself that he was even able to sign the waiver. So, um, yeah uh i'm looking forward to to all the stuff we're we're gonna be putting out (gasps) is that hollywood hank it is uh whatever i was saying is unimportant hank is now on the screen and he is oh he's sniffing he's sniffing he's put the Mm -hmm. headphones on i want to talk to hank i'm just kidding don't do that okay (laughs) you'll meet him i'm sure um yeah so um this has been uh a good episode um i would like to let's just consolidate some points um we have a lot of nostalgia about video games and we'd love to talk about it with you the listener sometime um you'll be able to hit us up on instagram uh, tiktok coherent podcast um at the tiktok of the same name um i'm gonna start adding random people to our discord um and forcing them to leave if they don't want to talk about things um so you know We're gonna, we want to hear from you. We want to talk about it. We want to hear about your favorite video games. We want to hear about what you're looking forward to, what you hated, all that stuff, right? Um, two, um, we've established that uh, AAA studios are afraid of what Larian Studios has done, and unfortunately, I don't think that it will be the norm going forward, but hopefully, somewhere out there. There are studios that are saying, we have to compete with that. I want to compete with that. We can compete with that. Um, and we'll see some better games because for gamers, it's a big deal. Um, when when we know that, that studios put time and effort into their games. And um, the last thing that we learned is that Hollywood Hank will squeak the fuck out of anything. And you sh- should probably get rid of those fucking bells on your doors because um, he's going to ring them whether he has to go out or not
0: yeah uh, it's, he'll rip them off if i'm not paying attention to him he gets that oh, sometimes so. oh
1: see our outrage <laughs> is never fake here yeah never um this has been the barely coherent podcast we are happy that we got to hang out with you and we look forward to hanging out with you again bye bye